Hi, I'm Al Lowe, and I'm listening to Adventure Game Hotspot. Welcome back, or welcome front. I am Joshua, and this is Adventure Game Hotspot. And me, I'm here, Weird Gaming Adventure. We have a whole new setup today. We have Adventure Game Hotspot co-creator Jack Allen. How you doing, my friend? I'm good, thanks. And not just... Uh... Me as co-creator, you are, of course, my partner in crime for this amazing new venture called The Hotspot, as we like to affectionately call it. And we can guarantee you that there is no crime. So <laughs> no. in case you were worried, there's there's no crime here. So <laughs> No, no adventure game style crime, you know, taking things that aren't nailed down and stuff like that. That's it. Pirating, you know, like maybe Guybrush Threepwood. So if it, you guys don't know... Jack, you probably do. Jack, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your adventure game come up? Yeah, well, I mean, sort of a little bit of anonymity is uh, was very much by design. I'm mm -hmm. sort of not one to, or I haven't been one to kind of put myself out there. So I'm actually thankful to you for drawing me out. It's my very first podcast in almost... 20 or so years in the business so it's kind of exciting for me but uh yeah i'm uh you know i'm born and bred canadian from uh the greater toronto area i'm uh, a a teacher by training but not by temperament so i've spent most of my adult life is as a writer editor um in some form or another um some in gaming some outside of gaming so um you know i got into gaming uh, adventure gaming uh, late. Uh, I missed the golden era almost entirely uh, while I was busy playing uh, Mario and The Legend of Zelda on my Nintendo. So when I finally, you know, encountered adventure games in pretty much the late 90s, I was amazed that there was this whole, you know, different style of game, this whole, you know, different way of playing games um, mm -hmm. that I'd never experienced before and instantly fell in love with them. And so, so I just kind of on a lark, I started uh, reviewing games for a site called um, Adventure Gamers or not Adventure Gamers, I'm getting ahead of myself. No, mm -hmm. uh, Game Boomers at first. I uh, thought, hey, this seems like a pretty good way to get some free games. Uh, and it was, and that was fun. But before too long, I uh, I moved over to a site called AdventureGamers.com, and um, you know they they seem to be more in sync with you know my mindset of you know being kind of a more professional quality review site. So, mm -hmm. and I had no ambitions to do anything more than that, and yet somehow or another, you know, within six months to a year, I'd managed to fail upwards all the way to the top to where I was running the joint. And uh, still not entirely sure how that happened, but uh, I'm kind of glad it did because I spent the next almost 18 years, uh, you know, turning the site into what I think was, you know, a really professional quality uh, website, um, not just sort of a, you know, a fan site of passionate LucasArts fans uh, like like it began, so... So, but uh, I left Adventure Gamers earlier this year, and now I'm like thrilled to be starting this whole brand new adventure with you. So, but wow. um, I actually, that's my, the journalist side of my experience, but I also dabble in the game side. I do 
um, script editing for uh, English language localizations. So, you know, all those games that you played that you had, something got lost in translation. You know, well, hopefully you weren't saying that um, for the games that I've done. Just a few that come to mind are Edna and Harvey, uh, Virtuaverse, the House of Da Vinci series, which has a new game coming out soon. Uh, Mountains of Madness, Hand of Glory, so quite a few. Um, I've also edited uh, books, including one from a friend, <laughs> a mutual friend of ours, Sean Mills, who did an amazing nonfiction work about uh, the history of Sierra. Mm -hmm. And uh, now, um, you know, I haven't done much actual game development, except for a really fun little freeware trilogy called Christmas Quest. I'm actually co-writing and co-designing um, a game with an extraordinarily talented group of um, developers uh, for a game called Fogtown, which is going to be, mm. hey, <laughs> I recognize that shirt. Yes. Anyway, so you said really you, excited about Fogtown. You said that you failed up. Would you call yourself the, the Guybrush Threepwood of the adventure game industry? <laughs> I think maybe not as klutzy, hopefully, but, uh, you know, there's there's something to that comparison, I'd say. But, <laughs> he gets, I mean, I, he gets the girl like in a way. there was a little bit of skill involved, too. But, um, you know, I just mean it was never really my design to, mm -hmm. you know, climb the ladder. And, uh, you know, but, hey, if you do something and do it well and are passionate about it, you know, and it succeeds, you never know how far it can go, so. And being the, the co-founder of Adventure Game Hotspot, and this being the official podcast for the website, AdventureGameHotspot.com, uh, I think Jack should be on once a month. So how, how about we just call it that? Jack, you going to be on once a month? Uh, you could probably talk. No, I, you know, it hasn't <laughs> been my inclination to sort of put myself out there, but I'm I really enjoying this this new phase this new you know on video doing podcasts stuff like that it's, it's you know it's fun talking to people and uh so and i needed you to you know draw this out of me or you know to draw me out of my you know my shadows where i normally like to work so so it's been a lot of fun and that's why you know one of the reasons why you know our partnership works so well together because our strengths uh, really complement each other so so it's great but speaking of which you're you're not going to get off the hook with only asking about me <laughs> i am only one half of you know the co-partnership adventure game hotspot so you know tell not everyone will know and hopefully we're bringing in new uh, re, uh listeners viewers through our website so tell us a little bit about yourself all right well yeah um Gosh, when I was uh, younger, I guess I got in like marketing. I was in the, the music business for a, a while. I worked for a company called The Agency Group. And uh, if I'm going to just talk about the marketing side, I am um, a radio host, sports radio host, and uh, have a YouTube channel called Weird Gaming Adventure. And I really enjoy that. It's kind of got me uh, in touch with my adventure game side. 
growing up. Um, you mentioned that you, <laughs> I didn't even know that you were involved with Game Boomers. I don't remember that far back, to be honest, but I also kind of started moderating for a, a venture game on the adventure game, the collector's side of, of game game boomers and uh so yeah i've been wanting to have something that's associated with collecting games for for a long time and i think we're going to have something like that in, in i think in, we in are yeah. spot. well while we're here why don't you tell us a little bit about well why don't you tell us a lot about what the website's all about well i mean to anyone who has ever been to Adventure Gamers, it's it's going to be, you know, similar in basic formula. It'll be mm -hmm. news, reviews, trailers, release dates, interviews, uh, hopefully some guest columns from developers, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So, you know, kind of your one-stop shopping for all your adventure gaming needs, you know, so. And um, the focus will you know, mainly be on new games. We don't want to, you know, slide back into too much, you know, retro um, navel gazing. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, the genre has such a rich history that, you know, we have to celebrate it too. So, you know, we're sure. going to have lots of best of lists and, you know, because I know everyone loves arguing over lists and stuff. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll definitely, you know, be taking some fond looks back at the 40 years or whatever it is of adventure games that, you know, are behind us. But again, our main focus will be, you know, what's new, what's coming, what's, what's out, you know, what we have to look forward to. And with Jack comes an incredible team of, of columnists, of writers. And I, I'm very impressed with the, the crew that you have put together. I mean, yeah, I, I'm so glad you mentioned that because, mm -hmm. you know, as much as you and I can do, we're nothing without the team mm -hmm. behind us. So, you know, they're the ones who make it all work. So I'm really excited to um, be working with them. And, uh, you know, they're just a great group of people. And many but, of them have incredible perspectives as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been doing it for a long time, much yeah. like yourself. Yeah. And, you know, the, diversity of opinion is is a really healthy thing too you know we don't all love the same things we don't all love the same games so you know i i welcome different perspectives and mm -hmm. you know we're going to make a concerted effort to make sure that you know they're given you know as much voice as much of a platform as they like to you know put forward forward their own views so so and like, we'll see their faces on this podcast and other things in the future as well. Yes, absolutely. Now, um, the one thing I didn't mention is for the the hotspot, as we affectionately know it, um, is a little something that you are very passionate about. You ah yes added earlier your love of collecting. So how does that factor into our? Oh site? gosh, yeah. So we're gonna have a, a collector's corner on on the hotspot it's going to be a resource for collectors and heck even if you're not a collector you could just go back you know go down memory lane and get some some nostalgia factor in there so any uh pc big box game we're gonna have pictures of those kind of museum if you will along with uh, everything that's inside of the box so you know what you should be getting with each uh, each variation and uh just something that's i've wanted 
for a long time and something that's definitely needed in the industry. There's nothing truly like that. Now, I know in the yeah. past, there was a, a website called LucasArts Museum that I was a, a big, big fan of. But of course, that just stuck to LucasArts games itself. And while everybody loves LucasArts, there's a whole lot more out in the world than just, uh, just LucasArts. So yes, absolutely. If there's adventure games out there and you collect them, then you'll want to be there to, as at the very least just to, to check it out and see what you what other people are collecting. So yeah, I mean that's a great idea. We we we've lost, you know, in the there's so many benefits to the move to the digital age, but we've lost so much in you know, sort of the tactile you know love of boxed games and so i used to love opening boxes when i used to buy um games and the feelings yeah. all of the the beautiful artwork that's inside they always come with something, something a dial a wheel yeah. <laughs> oh man oh, exactly man. so yeah to have sort of a repository of you know all these great um, box covers and feelies and you know special collectibles and stuff like that that is it's it's a great uh, resource for collectors, or as you said, you don't even have to be a collector. It's just I'm not a collector, um, but I would love to do that. It's just like a walk down nostalgia lane, right? Like, oh yeah, I remember that game. I remember those boxes. I it was remember 1992. That. It was the summer. I played XYZ game. Oh man, That's and right. I was listening to this album while I was playing it. Oh man. <laughs> nostalgia nostalgia well since we have you here and i didn't tell you i was going to do this so oh let's all do right some, lay it let's on do miyagi stuff i want to learn let's learn a little bit about you don't think about these questions all right just give us the answers all right cat or dog uh cat although it wasn't always such all right what'd you have for breakfast this morning uh nothing i don't eat breakfast Ooh, nice. I know it's the most important meal of the day, but I don't do it. All right. Favorite state in the United States? Oh, come on. That's not fair. Oh. First thing that comes to your mind? Um, California. Okay. I like it. I like it. Favorite adventure game? Uh, I have two answers. Can I give you a safe one and a controversial one? It's your show, buddy. <laughs> Okay. Well, the safe one is Grim Fandango. I was just a masterpiece of imagination by Tim Schafer. Just, I mean, except for the horrible controls, we all accept that. We put that aside. Just, just an amazing game. It Great was. characters, funny dialogue. They remastered it. That's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. I haven't actually played the remaster yet, but yeah. I don't have enough time to play anything anymore, but too busy writing about them. But so that's a safe answer. I think many people can agree that's one of the top adventure gamers of all, uh, adventure games of all time. Um, but my sort of controversial one is the Portal series. Um, now, I like to think of myself as a bit of a pioneer of opinion in putting forth po Portal as an adventure game series. Uh, I don't think what people knew what to make of it. it there was this totally different thing you run around and jump and you've got a gun but a, it wasn't a shooter so what was it and and i went it's an adventure game you know it's it's got all the key you know i consider an adventure game to have three key pillars uh exploration story and puzzles 
and you know the portal series has all of that so yeah i mean a little running around in between but uh so i've been really touting it as as an adventure game series ever since it came out and i agree with you absolutely brilliant I took a lot of heat because I made a, a top 100 adventure game list. And on my list was, was a couple in the portal series. And okay. honestly, and I, think, I gotta ask how, uh, how high up. I think Are I we had it like uh, 20, 20, I had portal two at number 29 oh. and I got, I think it may be the, one of the best games of all time, mind okay. you. So, so now we're talking. But I did kind of take away some points because I gave traditional like the traditional point and click a little bit more weight however i agree with you that if it has those you mentioned the pillars the the exploration the the puzzles and um the story the story if that's a primary focus on the game that is an adventure game it is and and yeah and the difficulty like there is some action a little running and jumping but there was no real challenge uh, being derived from that aspect of it. You know, it was just, it was just a more physical way of getting from, you know, point a, a to, point Z, to point Z in a different way. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, and, so yeah, and- that is my more controversial answer. And someone asked me recently if, uh, I mean, I've never given uh a game a sort of perfect score for a review um and i think the only game i've ever played adventure game that i have ever played that i would do that for would be portal 2 it's just uh, it's brilliant in every conceivable respect so okay so we got a lot more here that we can we can bond over and that might be something we talk a little bit more off off the air this is actually a good let, let's touch on this a little bit so you believe and and myself included that that is an aspect of adventure gaming if it has those pillars on there let me actually uh do you want a moment let, let me actually kind of give a little quote of what the titans of the adventure game industry said an adventure game is well, who would I be to say no? I don't want to hear what uh, what well, Jane Jensen or Roberta Williams has to say about right. It. Yes, yeah, no, no, of course. And and then I kind of want you to give your opinion on that. And I think we kind of already know. And and mind you, I don't want to argue or debate over you know what's an adventure game. Certainly not with not <laughs> with them. But let me get your reaction and give me like a minute and a half. I'm going to go like exactly what they say, so I don't misquote anybody. Lay it on me. So when asked at the panel at PAX West what the adventure game was, Roberta said, Colossal Cave, the original adventure. Interactive story, the main protagonist guides you you through the game and solving puzzles and exploring. That's what she believes an adventure game is. Ron said that it's a story narrative. Ron Gilbert? Ron Gilbert, yeah. I apologize. Yeah, yeah you're, you're on first name basis with with him. Oh yeah. no, not not us, at all. My us wife little people however. aren't. <laughs> he says it's uh, it's story driven narrative pulled by the puzzles, and he says that exploration is a huge part of that. Jane says, "I'll say what it's not: the exploration and the puzzles happen at your own pace. There's really not a timing element to it." There is not an action element where you can fail by not moving fast enough. 
Roberta chimes in and says, it's a thinking game. You're not doing hand-eye coordination. It's more cerebral. So I think that's what they're saying at first, describing what an adventure game is. What they're saying is like what you mentioned, the pillars, yeah. all right? However, Jane specifically doesn't agree with the action element. Well, you see, this is it. When, when we ask what is an adventure game, mm -hmm. it sounds like one question, but really it's a bunch of little questions, mm -hmm. you know, packed pack together. Because you can say it's about story, it's about exploration, it's about um, puzzles, it's about mm -hmm. action. But within each one of those is, well, what is a puzzle? Is finding a key to open door a puzzle? What is a story? I mean, is Jonathan Blow's The Witness an adventure game? I mean, it has mm -hmm. only the faintest whisper of a story. It's really just a, it's a gorgeous and brilliant puzzle game, but is it an adventure without any kind of tangible story? Uh, how about exploration? Um, you know, Amanita's Samaros games, let's say, like, you know you don't move around everything is right there always on the screen right in front of you is that exploration you know what i mean like when you start breaking down the component parts there has to be flexibility um and with action you know how much action is too much action because there were some in that those old sierra games i mean you could die i remember trying to scale a mountain sure. and it was like i just kept dying over and over and over again quest and for glory like that that's that? considered an adventure almost by everybody. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, so there's just got to be flexibility. And to, to me, it always comes down to a matter of degrees. You know, your line for what is and is an adventure may fall a little farther or, you know, earlier on the spectrum than mine does. But, you know, we all sort of agree on the same basic principles. You know, we just may not slide as far to one side or the other um, well actually let me interject here let me ask you ask you a question so you you be Robert, roberto roberto you, what was the what's the <laughs> roberto williams what is the first adventure game that's you oh. roberto <laughs> what's the first adventure game roberto well, the first adventure game was adventure or adventure, adventure. or colossal cave is uh, and colossal cave you know and that's what, ki what kind I, of, of game was that was that a text adventure i guess it would have had to have been it was yeah, a I mean, text was, adventure yeah because since Roberta, since sorry i pretty right. much invented the first graphic adventure game so with that said there was so zero graphics really you know, there was no action, there was no pointing, no clicking, nothing but what we can conceptualize in our brain based off what we see written. Okay, the reason being is because that's what we had at the time. That was our limitations. Yeah. But everyone will say that text adventures are, by definition, an adventure. Okay. Absolutely. So then comes King's Quest, then comes, you know, Monkey Island with the scum interface, yada, yada, yada. And then, okay, now that's what an adventure game is. Okay, great, because that's what we have. Mm -hmm. Next comes the ability to maybe throw in a little bit of, of action, if you will. You know, they started coming with little hybrids, Quest for Glory, 
uh, Twins of the Venture, Relentless, you know, Alone in the Dark, which almost everybody says adventure game. Yeah. I mean, so it's ironically it's, became the forefather of the survival horror genre, but exactly. You know? in, in effect, it's an adventure game. So. so it just progresses a little bit, a little bit, but as it progresses and it still keeps those pillars, it doesn't diminish the fact that text game text adventures are or were adventure games. So why can't we have a little bit of aspect of action in it? So that's the way I look at it. And it sounds like that's the way you look at it as well. No, absolutely. I mean, there's, you know, genres are not a box to put mm -hmm. games in, right? It's just a concept for us to sort of generally group something. It's like arguing over what is art. I, there's, there's no box of art that, you know, everything that is art goes in and everything that isn't art there's no blanket you know, stays out everything. of. Mm -hmm. It's all open to interpretation and it's all a matter of degrees. You may, you know, to somebody like say uh, Jane, I guess she may say, yeah, Portal's got a bit too much action for me. I don't consider it an adventure. And I go, that's a perfectly valid opinion, you know, mm -hmm. Whereas for myself, I like that degree of physicality um, just to get around, not to, you know, make the game so much more difficult. Um, so to me, it is so. Well, and Roberta, let me tell you, um, I played Colossal Cave 3D Reimagined. You know what that is? That is an action adventure game. <laughs> is it? You know what? I heard that. I've never, I must admit, I never played the original, but I mean, I understood you could die and stuff like that. So you yeah. You die, guess... you travel through the cave, you have your little first person looks and everything. Aha. Uh -huh. All right. And they are recreating the adventure game. So I think we're, what we can say is at the end of the day, as long as it has the three pillars, it's an adventure game actually see mm -hmm. already the the theory breaks down mm -hmm. because i would say that you only need two okay like three is sort of you know the ideal but you can get away with two pillars um and still be considered an adventure game and many are nowadays yeah i mean there are a lot of games with like virtually nothing you would call really a puzzle Mm -hmm. But it's very story-based. There's player agency and you're exploring. So if not an adventure game, what is it? Now, I already mentioned, you know, Jonathan Blow's The Witness. You know, lots of exploration of a gorgeous setting, all kinds of puzzles, but barely a story. So you know, do we exclude it because there isn't a narrator or, you know what I mean? So there's there's got to be flexibility. So I'm willing to go down to two pillars. But if you go down to one, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, so with that said, uh, we at Adventure Game Hotspot and, and as a staff have decided that we are going to cover modestly. You know, we're not going to obviously go too sensational or that we're going to cover some action elements uh, of adventure games. Because we like it and many people do. Yeah, you know, we're not exactly. elitist when it comes to adventure games. Yeah, so. yeah, this this isn't just some cynical. Oh, you know, more mainstream games will draw uh, draw in more viewers or something. It's not that we like these kinds of games. Mm -hmm. So you know, but no, absolutely, our main focus is going to be on the traditional mm -hmm. um, adventure, and we're not going to be doing a lot of sort of 
you know, through its production cycle coverage of these sort of genre bending games. Right. But when it comes to a review, you know, if, you know, one of our writers say, you know what, this game's a little more actiony than usual, but, you know, I'm really excited about it. You know, can I review it? As long as we feel it'll be of interest to, mm-hmm. you know, many adventure gamers, then of course, why not, you know? And that was one of a one of the things that I'm sure that you've heard a lot at Adventure Gamers that you know maybe you should cover a little bit of of the action elements on that instead of being uh, at, being pretty rigid, and so we want to give people what they what they want and what we like as well because at the end of the day we're gamers you know yeah. we enjoy these things and you know we're not building this website for money. it's fun you know so yeah and you know we just hope that you know people aren't so rigid in their own views that they feel turned off by a few games here or there that Mm -hmm. you know maybe extend a little bit outside of the their comfortable boundaries of adventure games you know we're, we're still going to you know cover all the monkey islands and siberias and stuff like you know there will be no sacrifice of coverage of you know the kinds of games that the hardcore diehard adventure game only people really love to see and play and talk about so and that's all going to start october 14th the 14th of october we will have our adventure game hotspot.com website and i'm super excited for it i mean you and i we've been going over it every single day absolutely neat little functions in there that i'm super excited to roll out yeah now you know this i don't say this defensively just Mm -hmm. you know um as not fair warning but it's still very much a work in progress and Mm -hmm. will continue to be in the coming days weeks months um you know it takes so much to build um you know a, a website or at least a website as complex as we're trying to make the hotspot that you know to build that up to the point you know that it does everything we want it to do so right now well, this isn't a blog be, website you know there's a lot of things that you got to put in these are full a lot of things full columns yeah, yeah. and you know you can't just build a library on the first day libraries <laughs> built right. over many many years you know yeah that's right so. but even features that mm-hmm. we you know I really want to have like a full game database where mm-hmm. you can, you know, find everything basically you want to know about every game ever made sort of thing, adventure games. Um, it's a lot of work. Huge undertaking. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're more focused on just getting the site functional so we can start, you know, producing daily output. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll start building up those extra features. Collector's Corner is another one that, you know, it won't be ready to roll uh, right at launch, but, you know, we're working on it behind this. We're working hard on it behind the scenes. And Right. There's know, thousands to... of, of variations of adventure games, of big box yeah. adventure games. And so for they get, first, they got to be curated. They've got to be made sure that we're given the correct uh, correct registration and make sure everything works properly so that people can use them as a proper resource. And that takes, takes a little bit of time. That's right. And just, you know, sort of building up the infrastructure to show it and you know we're kind of building our own little virtual museum well that doesn't just happen overnight either right so but speaking of happening overnight the next day morning on the 15th and saturday we're going to have uh, an adventure game event and huge event. are 
people are yeah it, people are clamoring uh like Roberta Vaughn, who put together the PAX West, uh, which was supposed to be like the biggest thing of the year with all the, she's saying that this is up there, you know, up there with that and Adventure X. Uh, I mean, once you guys see our entire guest list, you know, everything. Right, so this is like a 12-hour live stream, continual live stream um, on YouTube, correct? Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're just going to have like just a host of uh, guests, um, mainly developers and some big names that I know people are going to be really excited about. But also gamers covering it, by the way. I don't think I, I told you that. Yeah, so PC Gamer is going to be there for uh, the whole time, 12 hours. They're going to have someone there covering the event. Oh, wow. So, no. That yeah. is oh, by crazy. the way, well, I don't want to toot my own horn, but toot too, you know? <laughs> No, yeah. Hey, when the news is that good, you know, blare away. Don't, don't stop it tooting. <laughs> well, okay. So now the pressure's on. No, but it's just going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, we don't want to, well, first of all, we're still trying to pin down our guests to specific time slots. And mm -hmm. so we don't want to give away too many names too early, but, you know, let's just say if you're a fan of Sierra, um, Lucas Arts, um, Wajid Adventure Games, <laughs> yeah, Adventure yeah. Games, but uh, you know, boy, yeah, it's it's going to be a who's who, you know, of legendary and and smaller developers. So really exciting. And, and I'll be hosting it, and Jack will be there hosting it as well as you know some of your your favorite like YouTubers, uh, Yakwax Lips is gonna give some give us some time to help out um space quest historian and so we're yeah. gonna have and a bunch of our writers are gonna be out there right right along with us kind of keeping right. us going keeping us caffeinated it'll be the whole know. team yeah it's really funny uh this is how i gauge the quality of our lineup um yeah you're gonna be doing the lion's share of the co-hosting so i i was sort of looking at our schedule going Okay, now which hour here or there do I want to fill in? And I kept going down the list. Going, well, I don't want to miss that hour. Well, I don't want to miss that hour. Right. I don't want to miss that hour. It's like, <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to be there all day too. Well, I hope that you do. I mean, because for as long as you've been in the industry, everybody sees, sees and knows your name. But, you know, I've known you whether I've worked with you or just known of you for 20 years. And yeah. I never knew what you looked like until we had our first Zoom meeting. And I got to say, oh, you, look, yeah. you look like I envisioned you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you really do. Yeah, you really do. So, I mean, you don't have the jackal. You know, you're not an Egyptian uh, undead, you know, or god. I, I like that avatar, though. It is, that is that's iconic. And he's got the, the sly eye that I tend to use a lot, so... Keeping keeping a sly eye on. But yeah, no, it's it's really exciting to you know be more engaged personally and you know to do stuff like this. So okay, know, I take great pride in all the editing and work that I do. You know, behind the scenes to you know support our staff. But and I've written many an article uh, over the years. But uh, but this is a whole different kind of engagement, and I'm liking it. Follow us on our, our Facebook, and this will all be in whatever, however you're watching this through podcasts or listening to this, this will be in the link description. But on Facebook, Venture Game Hotspot, Instagram, 
a adventure game it's all adventure game hotspot so make sure you follow us and we'll keep dropping some information about it and so you're aware of everything as as it comes so if you know me if you've ever listened to my radio show or anything i like to finish everything with a top five because people love lists they do i know they like saying oh i agree oh he's an idiot so Let's make people think we're smart or an idiot. We're going to give five of our favorites, since we're talking about this today, action adventure games. Or, you know, tell me what, how you want to do this. Ah, I mean, you're, or, you you're know, running the show. Uh, yeah, action adventure games. So not just adventure games with a little bit of action attached, right? However you want to do it. Kind of use, the, use, how, use your whatever pathway you want to go down. Well, I'm just for fun. And I, again, I, I'm leery of, you know, making people believe we're going to be too uh, action oriented right. on the site. We won't be, but just for fun, because mm -hmm. I love action adventure games. In fact, oh, I was going to say it's my favorite genre, but I probably shouldn't say that out loud. Yeah, Joshua, don't tell anyone I said that. I won't twice. <laughs> It'll just be between we'll tell you. Tell them twice. Okay? All right. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I love variety. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I love games that, you know, there's a little bit of action, there's a little bit of puzzle solving, a little bit of story, a little bit of combat, a little bit of run and jump. So any game that like combines enough of those things uh, are what truly engage me. So um, yeah, this, yeah, is, this is your Legend. first show. So you get you get the honors. Yeah, well, I mentioned uh, Legend of Zelda earlier. I still say that um, a link to the past on the Super Nintendo is sort of the very best uh, video game ever made. Okay, I I, I will argue. It, I don't think it's the best Zelda game. I don't wow. think it's the best Zelda game. So I actually, I'll go first then. Actually, yeah, yeah. A lot of people, I think, I bet you I know where you're going, but go ahead. Mine's 1987, Gold Cartridge. Oh. Yeah, that's okay. that's my that's my favorite. I mean, every screen had like a secret passage. You'd use your fire. You opened up doors, bomb, open up doors. Every screen, you could walk through walls. When I was a kid, I spent so much time on that game. And again, so much is driven by nostalgia for me. Yeah. That, that's going to be my favorite. Probably not yeah, the best game. Yeah, there's going to be that's yeah, my favorite. surprisingly little argument about that because, mm -hmm. I mean, not my choice, but and you know a, a close second so okay yeah just again tremendous memories of that game so i thought you were going to go the other way and the newer you know 3d games and I, you know yeah, i just no. felt they lost some of their charm when they, they did and i'm not against 3d or anything else no. I don't get me wrong there i just thought they got too big and you know lost some of their charm but mm -hmm. so that's one of my top series um another one um would be tomb raider um and i'm mainly talking about sort of the rebooted series i've been playing them since the very first one sure Ooh, talk about clunky uh oh yeah those you know those early games could be a nightmare to play i still love them but you know it, it was sort of a love-hate thing so a which lot of tomb raider are you talking then which tomb raider yeah specifically is, is on your five your top five Oh, I can't even remember the names of them, but I'm like, I'm talking about the, the, the rebooted ones in sure. the last five, seven years or, you know, 
they all have kind of generic names and they mm -hmm. blend together in my mind, but you could throw a dart at any of the most recent five and I love them. So you Tomb know, Raider just... and a hole. Okay. Uh, I'm going to beat you to the punch and I'm going to go with, uh, with portal. I'm going to portal two. portal okay. two. Yeah. That's why you got to take them first, man. Yeah, uh, like uh, <laughs> no, I, yeah, I was considering that to be just plain an adventure adventure. So yeah, no, no argument that yeah, yeah. If no, you I'm gonna go with like action elements that are primarily adventure. That's kind of like what I'm what I'm going for. But uh, yeah, I guess okay. I guess that's not. Uh, so I went too far. You said it was my show. So uh, now you're <laughs> now you're you're pulling back the reins. <laughs> this is really my show, buddy. I meant I'm that. An Indian giver. <laughs> I meant that figuratively. <laughs> Uh, nice so oh boy yeah oh man so now now it's your turn okay all right all right, all right okay all right so i had to change my mindset there mm -hmm. um i love the new um the new generation of puzzle platformers the side-scrolling okay. puzzle platformers so like limbo and inside um you know, those are very common, but like one that I really liked is uh, a game called Far uh, Lone Sales. And it was a vehicular, side-scrolling vehicular mm -hmm. game, a post-apocalyptic world. And, you know, you, you have no idea what's going on and you have to keep tending to your um, ship before it breaks down. Mm -hmm. uh, it can sail, it can, you know, go under the water. Just really imaginative. And you, you, you you'd hit obstacles and you have to get out and solve a bunch of puzzles and stuff like that. So really, really clever. And again, not something that you would look at and instantly go adventure game. All right. You know, I look, Oh no. What, what is that? Uh, is it a platformer? No, it's not. It's just an adventure game in platformers clothing really. So if we're going to go like that, um, then I shall go along the lines of uh, amnesia. Yes. So I think, Oh, you agree with me then. Oh, absolutely. Okay. All right. So now I think there's a lot of people that would say, oh, that's not an adventure game either. And oh, so, they uh, have. Because, yeah. <laughs> I have heard them say that many a time. Right. Hey, you know. Good. But uh, I, I don't like to be scared in my games unless I choose to. If I'm choosing, if I want something for like a shock type of situation, amnesia is the only way to go for me, man. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, no, that I mean, those games totally, if you want to consider them survival horror, you mm -hmm. could, but like they totally revolutionized the survival. You know, you don't have a weapon um, and you're not constantly in danger. You don't, but I feel like you are. Man, was it scary. Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, the, the focus on maintaining your sanity, like you can't look at a bad guy for very long or you'll start to. <laughs> you know your character will start to crack up that's it's brilliant it is brilliant but definitely not your standard point and click <laughs> yeah in fact that pisses people off yeah sometimes yeah Answer. um the walking dead telltales the walking dead mm -hmm. um you know which which see you talking about both seasons or uh, yeah, no, there were more than two. I think there were three seasons and like a mini season. There were oh, four. See, I never. I've only played two of them. Yeah, I'm talking about the first. The, the you know the first was was the best. Okay, and it was it was fresh too. Um, you know the the formula got kind of played out after that, but uh, mm -hmm. 
but yeah, the the writing, the characters were great. The voice acting was brilliant. Um, you know, there were next to no puzzles, like the barest of, you know, find X, use on Y kind of thing. So, uh, and there was some, you know, the quick time events, you know, button mashing to fend off a flesh eating zombie kind of thing. So, but not difficult, you know, it's just more of a, you know, something to do, something to break up the, you know, the, the story. The pace. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, can I, can I say Red Dead Redemption 2? I mean, I'm going way off there. I mean, I don't think that's the type of thing we'll be covering. We haven't talked about that. I don't think that's the type of thing we'll be covering. But if I got to give some honorable mentions to uh, to things that have adventure game aspects to them, Red Dead Redemption 2 is just it's genius. I haven't played it. What, what's so good about it? Oh, man. Uh, the characters, the story, uh, it's more open world, mm-hmm. uh, more it's got a lot of elements to RPG right in there. You're, you're role-playing quite a bit. And so, um, but just the, the story is everything for me. If, yeah. if it's a good story, I can overlook all sorts of other flaws. Yeah. And that story is incredible. Incredible. And so. Talk action, me into it. Action galore though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, you know, that's fine by me. I'm not a great action gamer, but uh, I'm competent enough to muddle through the hard parts. I could save a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That's important. Yeah, I don't know what's with all the checkpoints now. I'm like, no, no, give me me my quick save button. Right? (laughs) Man, I used to lean on that thing playing some games, but... Well, that's a pretty good list. You ever played Uncharted? I think we have one more. Have you ever played Uncharted? I I've goofed around with them, um, and I think mostly because of the movie is like why it's it's popular, you know. But I honestly I confuse Far Cry I think and Uncharted for some reason. Oh yeah, very. Are, there, different. are they similar? Uh, no, not really. Okay. I mean, Far Cry is sort of an open world shooter. Okay. Whereas my I have not played on Un- Uncharted um because i haven't kept up with my um consoles but there's a port coming to pc uh soon so i'm really looking forward to trying it out but which one of those has uh the the guybrush threefold references in there because that's what i've i've watched a bunch of like let's plays and and stuff on them oh i i wouldn't be far cry (laughs) i couldn't imagine that it makes sense (laughs) so we still have one more or did you get or you what was the last one? Oh, you you gave your last one i still have mine yeah you oh really oh because i've given four all right all right all right go ahead so i don't know if i want to i i think quest for glory four might be too easy to say if we're going outside the the book i'm I'm thinking more along the lines of like Clock Tower or L.A. Noir or something along oh. those lines. So I just gave some honorable mentions in there for my last. Yeah, like, why don't you throw an honorable mention in there? You're though? cheating, but yes. I, I was willing to let it slide. But uh, no, I don't know. We've we've covered a pretty good list. All right. So what do you think of your first podcast, Jack? It's uh, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And, I mean. 
I think it really depends on your partner and I couldn't have asked for a better one. So thank you for uh, making my debut as enjoyable as it's been. Well, much obliged. I knew there was a reason I picked you to be my, my <laughs> co-creator of the hotspot. Yeah. What people don't know. I mean, some may, we actually tried to do this live. Turns out I, uh, I, I made a mistake. <laughs> so everybody could hear my voice couldn't hear jack so that's something that we're gonna have to get squared away before the events come and in, uh, let me tell you it was, it was comedy gold that people were missing too boy mm -hmm. it was good stuff yeah it was absolutely good stuff uh, tell oh, us well. tell everybody where they can find you jack yeah, <laughs> oh. <to> be found <laughs> yeah no you know i'm not really uh I don't really have a big social media presence yet, but I have a feeling that somebody will be leaning on me to uh, to become more so. But if you want to uh, just contact me by email, just jack at adventuregamehotspot.com. Um, always happy to hear from, you know, uh, anybody for any reasons. So don't be shy. I will, you know, do my best to answer everybody you know, as quickly and as fully as I can. And you'll find his work October 14th at adventuregamehotspot.com. You could find uh, both of us pretty much. We run our, our social media um, for the websites, as I mentioned, at uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And we'll have all those links in whatever description uh, that you guys are viewing this or listening to this from. So, and this is Adventure Game Hotspot. If you liked it, like it, review it five stars, even if you did like it. That would be greatly appreciated and not at all <laughs> dishonest. <laughs> Guys, yeah. we appreciate you. We will see you next time and we'll definitely see you on the 15th for our 12-hour event. Jack, sure, I'll be a blast. Thanks a ton, my friend. Thank you. And thank you all. You have a good day. <laughs>